As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> All right, any more? These are great. I'm so excited that you did that homework. Because um, the Lord told us to do it. Uh, matter of fact, if you would stand with me, we're going to read our opening scripture. And we'll get started. We're going to read Proverbs chapter 6. Verse 6 through 11. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 through 11. Are you there? It reads as follows. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provided for meat in the summer, and gathered her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and they and thou want as an armed man. Let's pray. Father God, it's once again that we come in the mighty name of your Son Jesus Christ, thanking you for the privilege and the honor to to hear from you tonight and to just take a brief moment and look into your word. We thank you, Lord, how you designed everything. And, Lord God, you've given us messages from so many different things. And, Lord God, you told us to go to the end and consider her ways and be wise. So we thank you. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Last week, we talked about how the ants work in a partnership. They work together. We talked about they work in love. They are helpful. They operate in harmony. And they work toward a common goal. And then also last week we talked about that the ants work is productive. Ants have an all-volunteer service. Nobody has to make them do it. I think one of the key verses here, I want you to take a look at verse um, 7. I think this is key. And let's talk about this for a second. 
It says, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler. But the ant continually builds and work and get their work done. Nobody's slaving, driving them, screaming, yelling at them. They're getting their work done. But what it will take for us to get our work done? You ever heard the term ants in our pants? We might have to get some to get going. But the ants work in all volunteer service. Also, ants labor to their own ability. You know, some are big. There will be soldier ants. Some are smaller. They take care of the larvae. Some are mid-sized. They do the work. And most of an ant colony are women. Did you know that? Sterile women. Ants. And also, we talked about the ants' work is continually. They keep on going. And that kind of went along with our memory verse that we said. That's why we assigned that one. So tonight, we're going to talk about the ants' work is persistent. If you've ever seen an ant look for a food source, you know they're very persistent. They keep going after that food until they get that food back to the colony. And the colony comes in hell. Think about this. A certain species of ant, um, matter of fact, I was talking to one of my customers this week, and I, I mean, he just told me this out of the blue. He said that, did you hear about those ants in Florida when the um, tornado or hurricane came through there? How they were all bundled up and floating across the water? Wow. The ants are persistent. They will not be deterred by any obstacles. They keep going in times of danger. Look at Philippians. I think this is the ant's motto. Philippians 4, 13. We probably all could quote that one. Philippians 4, 13. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens man. Can you endure all things through Christ which strengthens you? When you're coming to that river, are you going to be saying, Hey, I can't cross this. I can't do this. I can't do that. The ant knows that he has a group that will work with him. And that they will handle any obstacles that come up. You know, I think it's a perfect time that we're talking about this as we're in search of a pastor. It's at this time that the colony needs to come together and move forward. Think about that. God told us to go to this ant and be wise. But as we see, as they're all bonded together, 
they can overcome great obstacles. Now, this is what Nancy was talking about earlier. The ants are motivated by hunger. But we're motivated by the Spirit of God. Ants are assigned a certain task based on their abilities. Once we get saved, God gives us abilities. Everyone gets an ability that will help the church. What's your ability? And are you using it to help the church? Romans 8.31 I like to use this as when we're coming, whenever we're facing anything, times of danger. Romans 8.31 says this, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Man, I'm telling you. And I like the term there, us. Ants work together. I can't stress that I want you to see that. How many times have you seen a lonely ant? Not many. If you've seen one, a few more seconds, one's going to be coming. Help is on the way. <laughs> have you ever stuck a stick in an ant hill? What happens? You leave that stick there, it ain't going to be fun. I tell you that. They all start coming out and going up that stick and ready to attack. I want you to think about the size of an ant. And when he's coming up to you 2,000 times bigger, is he deterred? Why? Power in numbers. He knows help is on the way. Let me ask you a question. Do you know that help is on the way? Help is on the way. And these ants know that if there's any obstacle that gets in their way, they're going to work together to solve it. You probably heard this old um, spiritual song. Matter of fact, I posted it to Facebook this week. And I'll read it. Here's what it says. It says, If you can't help me, please don't stop me. Move out of my way. Don't try to block me. I got a race to run, and I'm running by faith. At the finish line, I'll see God's face. How many people ever heard that? That's what the ants are saying. Is that our charter? That whatever gets in our way, we're going to move forward. Because we're running by faith. So ants are persistent and they never give up even when danger is near. The next thing I want to talk about is the wisdom of the ants. The ants make provision for this life. As we read in our verse here, verse 8, let's look at verse 8. Let's look at verse 8. It says, Provide a 
her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. This is why the ant is one of the longest lived insects because it makes provisions. Now the question is, are you making provisions? Ants are organized with food, shelter. Most of their ant hills are like modern day cities. Anybody ever seen an um, ant hill? Uh, I think you can buy ants and look at how they build. Anybody ever seen that? And how they construct? But the ants are preparing for the future. The question is, are we preparing for the future? I think some of us, I mean, many of us, we buy insurance. Right? What else do we buy to prepare for? Um, we have our savings. Right? But the question is, have you prepared to meet God? That's the question. Have you prepared yourself to meet God? We all know John 3.16. We have to be prepared for the future. Someone made, told me this statement and it's so true. You are not prepared to live until you're prepared to die. Think about that. Are you prepared to meet the Lord? And then for the Christians that are saved, our time is running out for our friends and our family that know not the Lord. Have we went to them and told them about Jesus? Because if we didn't, Guess what? We're going to have to give an account for that. Look at Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Romans 14, 12 says this. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Wow, I don't know about you, but that's, that's scary. <laughs> we all have to give an account to God. Do you know that you are going to come face to face, one on one, with the Creator of all that there is? And He's going to ask you, What have you done with Jesus? What have you done with the gift? God has given you. As we look at these ants and the ability that God gave them, the ants are always working toward the body or the colony. If God has given you an ability, it is for the body of Christ. You're either building the body of Christ or you're tearing it down. There can be no other choice. Are you building for the colony of Christ? Or for the body of Christ? Or, or are you tearing it down? 
That's the question that we have to answer. Now let me give you this here. Ants are diligent workers. Have you ever seen an ant not doing anything? Sitting back chilling. <laughs> Say, hey, I'm just going to sit right here. I'm not going to do anything. Ants are diligent workers. The Bible wants us to know that if we're not actively working, we are going to get in trouble. Did you find out that people that are, the Bible even called people busybodies in other men's matters. They're busybodies. They're busy with their own things. They're not busy with the work of God. When you're not busy with the work of God, you'll get into everybody's business except God's business. Now, here's John 9, 4 says this. John chapter 9, verse 4. It says, I must work the works of Him that sent me while it is a day. The night cometh when no man can work. Night is approaching. Are you working now while the grace of God is prevailing on the land and the Holy Spirit is moving and men and women and boys and girls can come to Him? But it says the night is coming when no man can work. Just know that ants are diligent workers. You are not going to succeed in life unless you're diligent at whatever you're doing. Think about it. There's a lot of people that got good ideas, but those that stuck with it are the ones that are going to succeed. That's why the Lord wanted us to go to this ant, because they're diligent. Same boys just keep on working. I'm telling you. I just love them. They, they just keep going like the Energizer Bunny. And also, the next point, ants are self-motivated. They don't need supervision. The Bible tells you they have no overseer. But yet, they continually to do what they were designed to do. What were you designed to do? Think about it. Are you doing what you were designed to do? Like I say, as we're without a pastor, are you going to sit on the sideline or get in, get in and work? Or do you got only motivated by having a pastor? I hear some people say, hey, there's no pastor, I got to go. Show me that in the Bible. As I told you weeks ago, your pastor has not left. Who is the head of the church? Jesus Christ. He will never leave you without a hand. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And that is motivation enough to get in and work for Christ. And as we already talked about this one, the ants prepare for the future. As during the summertime, they are um, making preparations for the winter. So that when it's cold, you don't... Remember, there's one fact I gave you last week. There's one continent where ants are not located. What are What is it? 
Antarctica. Isn't that funny? It starts with ant. And they're not there. <laughs> Yo, Sammy just got that one. Somebody help him out. <laughs> he just got that. That's the only place that they're not. And that's there. So that means during the cold time, the ants are making perfect. You know, they're chilling out. They've already done their work. So that's probably when they're resting. But during the harvest time, summertime, they're doing the things to make preparation for the future. Now, ants work together as a community. Like I said, if you ever watch ants work, they're working for the common goal, and that is for the colony. And as, as, you, as you study ants, they're all different facets of ants. I bet you didn't know that ants actually herd. This was unbelievable. Humans and ants are some of the two different species that herd on the, on the planet. That's amazing. They actually have parasites that they herd and take with them. Wow. So they work together as a community. And like I say, when they're faced with danger, they all come to one and fight the challenge together. And the last thing I want to leave you with here is ants don't give up. Matter of fact, this man was telling a story how he was trying to get rid of these ants. And he said he put this poison down the next morning. They moved over and they were back again. Then he said he tried some vinegar. That worked. Then came back. They were back again. Ants do not give up. I like to use this term, ants ain't quitters. <laughs> they ain't. They keep they ain't. The ants ain't quitters. They keep going. And they keep going. Because I think the ants believe this. Look at this verse here. And this one should encourage you here. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter, let's see here. Chapter 15, verse 58. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. God, this is so encouraging to me right here. Listen to this. Therefore, my beloved brethren. Remember, they're working together. Brethren. He's talking to us. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. They don't quit. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Did you see that? They keep going and going and going. And they're working together. They're unmovable. And they know that together they stand and divided they fall. Are the ants wiser than we are? Solomon, I had the privilege to sub in for Shelton this week for Sunday school he was talking about they were talking about Solomon the wisest man in the in the Bible other than Christ and God gave him wisdom and through the spirit he wrote this go to the ant thy sluggard consider her ways and be wise God was telling us to study them 
You know, before this lesson came, how many people had studied ants? I read it many a time. And the Lord kept telling me to go, and I never went. But man, thank you, Lord, for this, that He challenged me to go to that ant. And I studied so much, and I've learned so much. I'm going to leave you with a few things that I hope you've got from this message. And I pray that this lesson does not end tonight. I pray that you continue to go to the ant and be wise. So I wanted to make this statement. I tell you, I mean, you know how important Shelton is. Whenever he leaves, three people got to do his job. I'm like, good Lord, that guy's important here. <laughs> right, that's, that's a tough spot to be in, man, I tell you. So, um, here's a few things I want to leave you with. It says, have I made preparations for the future? Sinner, are you prepared to meet God? Have you made preparations to meet God? If you're not, tonight can be your night. The only thing you have to do is recognize that you are a sinner. You have to believe that Jesus Christ died on a cross. And on the third day, He rose from the grave. And all you have to do is confess Him as Lord. Christian, have you gathered, as the ant did, all the provisions for God today? Have you prayed? Have you read your Bible? Have you had fellowship with other believers? Have you made provisions for the work of the Lord? Ask yourself this question. Am I in fellowship with the other members of the church? There's no lone angel or ants around here. We need to come together. Like Sunday. We were having the harvest thing. We hope everybody comes out for that. We need to come together. Then, am I doing the job Jesus saved me to do? Remember, He gave you abilities. And He wants you to get moving. We don't want Him to have to put ants in your pants to get you moving. Because He can make you move. How many people know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at it. Ask Jonah the question. I think he will answer it better. Ask Jonah the question. You know, I always tell people this. When God wants you to do something, you're going to do it. Voluntarily or involuntarily. But trust me, you will do it. Now, I'm going to close with this. I won't hold you long. Is, and I'm going to see who can answer the question. We know that the queen of the colony produces what? Eggs. And they always tell you, if you ever get an ant killer, they say, hey, this ant killer will quick kill the queen and kill the colony. You know, we laugh at that. But I want to get serious here for right now. Who can answer the question, why is it when the queen dies, the colony dies? But well, we know the queen's dead. We stated that. But why? What's the effect? Okay, go ahead. Question. Well, she doesn't guide them because if the Bible's clear. They don't have a guide or a ruler. But Shelton hit it. Now I want you to get it. Whenever the queen dies, 
No more workers are produced. I want you to think about this as a church. If the church is not producing disciples or workers, it will die. It is everyone's responsibility in this church to produce a disciple. I, I've told you earlier, if you got kids, it starts with your home. You know, I am so happy the Lord has instilled in me to get my kids in the Word of God. And I told you last week, my son was saying, Come on, Daddy, it's time for Bible study. He's 20 years old. I tell you, that did me good. But we're, you have to plant in them, and you'll see God growing. And then that was my first disciples, my kids. And then if those disciples come to the church, they'll reproduce. They'll tell their friends. But is the church creating disciples? If we have a church that's dying, are we doing the work of God? That's the question. And I'm praying tonight that this lesson, I'll read this last verse and I just pray that it sinks in. Proverbs 6, 6 says, Go to the end, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Let's pray. Father God, it's once again that we come in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. And we just thank you for this privilege and this opportunity to study your ends. And Lord God, what it taught us about many things. Even the last message about the death of the queen and the colony dying out was so profound. That Father, that if we're not creating disciples, we will die. Lord, we ask right now for forgiveness. Lord, if we haven't been doing the things that you asked us to do, we ask right now, Lord, that you help us to get on track with your will and in your way. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless this church, Lord God. Anything that comes against it, Lord God, we know it will fail. Because you said the gates of hell shall not prevail against your church. Help us, Father God, as the end to come together as one, work in harmony and love. And Lord God, when danger comes and obstacle comes, we will rally together and know that you are our head and we will get through it all. So Lord God, those that have not received your son, Jesus Christ, tonight, we ask them that they can come up, Lord God, right now and say, what must I do to be saved? It's never too late. Always know that you must admit that you are a sinner. You must admit that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died for our sins. And on that third day, he rose from the grave with all power. Sinner, I ask you tonight, are you prepared to die? And if not, Lord God, for those Christians that are saved, Lord God, we ask that you just prick their hearts. As you said, the night is far spent, Lord God, and we, the night is coming and we can't work in the dark. Help us, Lord God, to be those children of the light. Now, Lord God, as we dismiss from this place, we ask that you give us safety. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.